In this episode, I talk to Wayne Miller. Wayne is a writer, director, and actor in the Northeast and has 20 years of experience under his belt, so I think he knows what he's talking about when it comes to theatre. So, Wayne, thank you so much for being on the Generous Journeys podcast this week. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So you have quite a successful theatre career. You know, you've got over 20 years of experience in show business. So how did it all all come about? Well, first off, thank you very much for pointing out how old I am. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, all, it all came about, where, you know, when I was at school. Uh, I loved to perform at school, uh, but I was, I was a bit... I was a bit put off performing at school because the school I went to, you know, very working class. Uh, if you were seen that you wanted to be a performer, you were looked down upon. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of people got bullied for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of held off doing any performance at school until kind of the final year. Okay. And I thought it got to the final year of school and I thought, you know, this is my last year. Why not? I'll just put up with whatever comes my way. So I decided to take part in some performance stuff in the final year of school. And, and that was it that, you know, I was, I was bitten by the bug. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of similar to, to me. Like once, you know, you're not sure about doing performance because like you say, it's not like the done thing or it's not seen as cool, but once yeah. you, you know, you will just dive into it, you know, you do find that bug and you know, you, you enjoy it. Um, so you're a panto regular at the Customs House Theatre. So tell us what roles have you played and you know what you enjoy about doing panto, especially in the in the Northeast. Um at the Customs House, yeah, I've 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 done this is my fourth main house panto, but then I was also running and starring in Santa's Naughty Elf, which was their panto for little people as we call it for the for the under sevens for 11 years so yeah I've had a long career there so I've played a variety of roles from you know the knockabouts there to um, the the villain's henchman to obviously a a naughty elf Uh, so I've had a you know quite a few characters that I've played at the customs house this year I'm playing king but elsewhere I've done you know I've done the dame quite a a bit um, which I've kind of come back into in my older years, uh, since I've, I've matured a little, and I can throw myself to the floor less as a knockabout, as old age hits you and your knees start to go and your hips start to go. So, I've moved back into the the, the career of a dame performer as well. Yeah. So obviously, being a dame, that's quite a demanding, in intense role. So how do you, you know, where does that process come from? How long does it take to come, you know, start from Wayne to being a dame? Because obviously, there's you know the costume, the shoes, the makeup, the wig. How long does that process all all take? Uh, hours. You know, it's 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 not a quick process. You know, when I've been knockabouts in in the past, it's literally put on that costume, rosy your cheeks up and stick your tongue out and you're ready to go. Um, but with Dame, it's it's very different. You know, with Dame, you've got to find your face. Like, like a clown, you know, clowns, uh, they have their own identity. Each clown is identified by their different style of makeup. And I think that's the same way with Dame. 
you know, you find your face, you find your your colours uh, and how you look. It's the same with in the drag world. You know, mm-hmm. drag 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 artists have their own their own style uh, of makeup, and the same same we do with Dame, and we also. You know, we find our, our our hair, our costume, what colours uh, go with us. So, you know, even choosing all of that before you even step into the, the dressing room to put everything together is a long process. Once you des- decide on your dame and how you design your dame, that takes a long process in itself. But sitting in the makeup chair, you know, putting every item of clothes on, you know, putting my false boobs on uh, as a dame, you know, it, it, it takes, it takes hours. Um, and sometimes, you, you know, you can be rushed and, <laughs> and that can go, go, go wrong. You know, you might not strap your boobs on, right? So <laughs> one, one might be lower than the other. Oh, so no. you, you've got to, you've got to take your time with it. Um, if, if you can and make sure your dame is the most, uh, most beautiful or most um, weird-looking dame in the world. You know, you've got to take your time on that. <laughs> and when you, you know, you said there, you have like, you know, a design choice, and you choose your colours and you choose how you want your, your character to be. Is that something that you personally decide, or is that something that needs to, you know, talk to the director, the creator, the producer of that show? Is that something that you work together on, or is that your decision? I think that depends on the show, um, the, the producers, the director, um, if it's, you know, my show and I'm the dame in it, I, then I, I fully decide. But if you've had a, a career as a dame, a lot of producers, a lot of di- directors will hire you to be your dame, you know, mm-hmm. so they bring you in as that dame and they're quite happy to do that. Uh, sometimes, you know, a director and a producer will have their own vision. So you will work together to kind of come up with a little bit of mix of your own and, and what their vision is. So each project's very, very, very different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, for anyone who's listening, you know, Wayne, you're a writer, a director, as well as an actor. So you've clearly got many, you know, fingers in lots of theatre pies. So what is your <laughs> favourite slice? What do you enjoy <laughs> doing is it the acting side or the writing side or do you love all of it (laughs) um it's 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 changed over the years I mean the reason I started to wear many many hats was because work was drying up as an actor I Mm -hmm. started as an actor you know so the work in the northeast started to get a bit thin on the ground so I decided to take what I knew some of my skills and then move them into the writing and, and directing of of, of panto and children's theatre and then that kind of took off and, and, and became a big thing and I moved on to creating my own theatre company as well so that's how it kind of came about and as time's gone on the least stressful for me now is to write okay. so I enjoy the writing side uh, I would say a little bit more it's a tough decision but I think that is the least stressful for me. Right. I can write and create in my own time. There's not much pressure in that. Yeah. But where if I'm directing, producing, um, or acting, there's there's a lot more pressure on that. Yeah. Um, so I think pressure-wise, you know, that being a producer or a director, uh, it, it's it's intense 
especially when it comes down to the wire for short time. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very, very, very stressful. I did used to have hair. I started this career with hair. I no longer have hair. So uh, maybe that played a part. I don't know. But yeah, I think if I have to choose one, I think it's it's right. And I, I find I can do that a lot more in my own time. Yeah. And I can sit back and enjoy that a bit more. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, theatre has been affected by the, the pandemic, you know. So what has your theatre experience been like over lockdown? You know, I imagine you've probably been having, haven't been able to do anything or have you found that it's been you know, more successful to you? Do you think you managed to, to write a bit more and have more time to create? Or So what's your theatre experience been, been like? Well, we, uh, you know, a, a year ago, we we were in the middle of one of our adult pantos right. and we literally got to the opening night and it was mm -hmm. that day we got the news that 12 o'clock oh. midnight that night, oh. everything was closing. Mm -hmm. So we managed to get one show in uh, and then we closed, mm -hmm. you know, that, that night. Um, so that was tough. We didn't mm -hmm. get to finish the rest of those shows. So it, it was a tough hit. And then like everyone, you know, we, we suffered, we had a lot of, um, productions scheduled for that year. Uh, we had a few more pantos, children's shows, and we had a show going on tour and one going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Oh, right. So everything had to kind of be either cancelled or rescheduled, yeah. you know, so it, it, it was a lot of work once, you know, lockdown happened to try and reschedule. So that was a huge headache for us. Mm -hmm. Then kind of when we looked like we were coming out of a lockdown, we kind of, you know, we saw a light at the end of the tunnel. We thought, oh, great, we'd be able to put something back on. So we got another adult panto back on its feet. And then lo and behold, we went back into to lockdown again. So mm -hmm. that was that was tough. But yes, it's gave me time to, to sit back and be a little more creative. I have done a little bit more writing and it has given us time to kind of sit back and move things about a little bit so uh we have been able to move forward this year with you know a new uh a new schedule of shows you know a new panto season that we've just announced so it's given us time to work back on those kinds of things so in one way it's been quite destructive mm -hmm. and, and in the other quite cathartic and and given us time to sit back reflect and and work on new stuff yeah I mean you've just touched on it there and that's what I was gonna ask next you know as theatres you know start to open and do plan at the time of recording um to open you know what theatre productions what theatre projects have you got coming up up next well we've got in you know a couple of weeks time we start rehearsals for it next week is the adult panto that got closed mm -hmm. at the beginning of of lockdown last year so that that's back um it's uh, it's it's the adult panto dickless whittingdon i don't know if you're allowed to bleep that out or not um so we have that um and that's on june 11th to, to 13th in south shields mm -hmm. and then from there we have a summer panto sleeping beauty we have a halloween panto wendy the witch and then next year we have an easter panto peter plank in barely Easter, so we have, <laughs> you know, we have a, a, a panto season that we've announced. Um, we also have one of my plays, 
the big time, which is going on tour, starting in North Shields at the Exchange in October. And it goes down to, to London for a bit before oh, it, it comes back up. That's exciting. But yeah, we've got we've got a few few things going on. Uh, so we're just hoping that it, it all goes well and, you know, we can get people coming back uh, to theatre again and, and give them something to look forward to. Maybe some some much needed laughter after the 12 months we've had. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I think, you know, I speak on behalf of all theatre listeners, you know, we're all so excited for theatre to come back and hopefully there will be a light at the end of the tunnel where we can go back and feel safe and, you know, whether it'll be normal or this new normal that we're all talking about, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I know I'm so excited just to go back to, to theatre. I have got a few tickets booked, so fingers crossed I'll get to those those events yeah um, touch wood. yeah touch wood so what's your advice for anyone you know in the northeast who wants to start a career in in theater especially now you know do you think people should still try or should we hold back and wait for you know it, it to be better what would you say for any advice if if the opportunities are there then then go for it um i i don't think if you you want to start in this creation you should sit back too long uh, you don't want to miss miss things you know there's a lot of online things happening now so there's yeah. new opportunity opportunities for online and on streaming theater yeah so that's a new i think that's going to stay mm-hmm. i think it's been a great tool for a lot of companies a lot of theaters to get through this pandemic and the lack of being able to have the in-person, the audience there. Um, so I think the the online theatre and the streaming th- kind of thing is going to stick around and I think it could be a useful tool. So, you know, there's a lot more opportunities with that, even if, you know, something happens, you know, we hope, we hope it doesn't, but if something does happen where we can't get the audiences back in, then there's still opportunities there. So... I don't think anyone should hold back. I think if there's opportunities there, whether it be amateur dramatics, if you just want to start out and get your field in that, I think just getting any chance to perform will do you the world of good. I think getting on stage experience is the best way to go. Um, you know, going to a you know, going to do a course and a degree and writing about it and, and knowing the history of theatre is great. It's, mm-hmm. you know, that's 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 good knowledge to have, but yeah, the actual getting on stage and having that performance experience is, is a must. So if there's any opportunities out there, I think people should, you know, should grab it. Yeah, and especially in the Northeast, you know, you'll know yourself, we have so many, you know, theatres and arts venues. And, you know, I think especially in the Northeast, you know, the industry in arts is quite strong and it is getting better. So I think, you know, there are, there should be and hopefully will be more opportunities for people, you know, who want to get involved, whether that be writing or directing or acting, anything like like that, you know, there, there should be and hopefully will be more opportunities for everybody. Yeah. I mean, the, the Customs House Theatre in South Shields, where, where I've worked a lot, they have got a, new, a lot of new op- opportunities for new directors, new performers uh, on their website. They've got their creatives section now, and they're looking for, you know, new writers, new performers, new directors. Mm-hmm. I've seen they're looking for a director for a new children's production that's coming up. So there's, you know, there's opportunities there. Alphabetty Theatre in Newcastle, you know, 
they're creating opportunities. So the opportunities are there in the Northeast, which is great to see because we went through a period where that wasn't happening. So everyone was kind of leaving the area. Um, But I think now we've got a lot to offer in the Northeast. So I think people wanting to get involved should, should get involved. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Wayne, for talking to me today. It's been a joy to talk about talk about theatre. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Gemma's Journey podcast. I've been your host, Gemma Hurst. Now, if you're an artist, actor, dancer, or maybe you just love to talk about theatre, then don't don't hesitate to contact me. I'm at Gemma's Journey on social media. And of course, make sure you subscribe and share this podcast. Thank you for listening.